0: FM to get started. Is the new Spider-Verse trailer incredible And will we talk about it? Yes, of course. Is the Spider-Man PS4 footage incredible when we talk about it? Yes, of course. Is there other news, and will I hopefully get to it because I'll be so excited about Spider-Man and I don't know what my life is? Yes! This is Marvel Movie News! Welcome to Popcorn Talk, featuring movie discussion, news, and interviews. Popcorn Talk. We talk movies. And now. Popcorn Talks, Marvel movie news. Excelsior to you, my merry Marvelites. You may notice I'm alone at this desk, and that is only for today, because Miss Marquia is running around. She's been in Hawaii. She's been in E3. She's got meetings today. The woman is everywhere, except here. So it'll be me today. But what we're going to do is this show is by the fans, for the fans, with the fans. So when major news stuff goes down, I want to actually hear from you guys about it. So I'm going to talk about, for example, Spider-Verse. I want someone to call in. I'm going to talk Spider-Verse with them. I'm going to talk about Spider-Man PS4. I want to talk to you about it. Want to talk Luke Cage? Call and talk Luke Cage. So this is a fan episode with you guys. So that is what's going on today. We've got the phone number there. And you guys call in. Aunt Anthony is very nice. He'll patch you in. Everything's going to go great. But first, I have to say, this is episode 108 eighty four, which is a shockingly large number. You can subscribe to us on iTunes at Marvel Movie News or find us at youtube.com slash popcorn talk network. You can also find us through Popcorn Talk's website, popcorn talk Network.com. Follow us on Twitter at Marvel News PTN, or at the Popcorn Talk. Find us on Facebook at Facebook.com slash Marvel News Show. And maybe we'll show up. Facebook's very hard, Twitter's very easy, Instagram's very easy. I apologize for the lack of Facebooking. Follow us, like us, and if you tweet a link to the show whilst we are live, Aunt Anthony in the booth will retweet you. Coy. I got one question for you. What
1: you got? You ready to take the leap of faith into the Spider-Verse? Oh, all day! All day.
0: Spider-Gwen's coming with me. Oh, yeah. Haley Steinfeld running the game. Also, that Bumblebee trailer, unrelated. Dope. She had a great week.
1: Oh, uh, yeah. I gotta agree.
0: looks so good. And it's also, so good.
1: And also, great surprise, Jake Johnson as uh, Spider-Man in the Spider-Verse. Dude. I, I thought it was fantastic. Jake Johnson
0: choice. sounded like Lil Dicky. Just, <laughs> just straight up making that work. I'm so excited. So... Amy is also joining us today. Say hello, Amy. Hello, Amy. It, she, she's good. She's good. <laughs> she got me with the bad joke, and I wasn't ready somehow. Uh, and where can they find you on the internet?
2: On all social media at Amy Cassandra MTZ and join us in the chat as well.
0: And in the chat, Gamer Girl, Facebook is hard. It's not a hard process. It's a hard <laughs> quantity. I know how to work the Facebook. I just don't go on the Facebook because it's just politics, fear, and fear-mongering, so I don't touch it. Okay, so... We're going to start this show by going into the most exciting, for me, Christmas is about Spider-Verse. For me, that trailer just validated all of my thoughts, so we're going to go through the trailer, I'm going to have to talk over it because that's legal, and then I want someone to call in and talk with me about it. So, let's do this thing. So, the visuals we've seen teased, and we saw some some of it, but like DreamWorks, style animation in this trailer. Like, Sony animation's really put in the work, and this reminds me of, like, that OG DreamWorks, but with new tech and new cell shading. For me, his dad steals the trailer. Like, he's so funny in this thing, and it's, uh, Brian Tyree Henry, who is incredible in Atlanta, as Paperboy, um, I've been excited for Shamik Moore to run this thing as Miles for a long time, but the dynamic between them two is even better than it is in the comics to me. So I'm excited. I love that New York looks like San Fran, Tokyo. I love that it's this dynamic Earth, because it's not our planet. Like, it's not our universe. So they can do what they want. Look, Coca-Cola. That's not our planet. My name's Miles Morales. Oh, man, I love it so much. And I did not expect Ultimate Green Goblin. I didn't expect Full Gargoyle. I love the use of Spider-Sense. This feels like both a comic come to life and the future of animation. I like the pacing, the cell shading, the wide-angle lens, the freaking speech bubbles popping up. The depth of field is amazing because they don't use uh, a blurry technique like a lot of animation does. What they do is they actually separate the red, green, blue. So the depth is caused by a distortion of RGB, which is fascinating two Spider-Mans just hanging out and Miles being res- the responsible one is beautifully done Jake Johnson and Spider-Man I'm gonna need to get used to it as we talk to Anthony
1: personally I love it I love Jake Johnson so it's like he's a fresh perfect like slug you
0: know? yeah the comedy's right there and all oh, this this oh, image yeah. the dive like the you feel it. Like, there's just so much. And their first shot of the Prowler. The Prowler, Maharshala Ali, is the Prowler, is inspired. A brief shot of Kingpin, live Schreiber. We get to see some of Miles' other powers that Peter doesn't have. I still can't get over how cool the freaking Spider Sense looks with this Ditko's shell shading. You gotta say, I love you, Bad. Dad, are you serious? <laughs> I wanna <laughs> hear it. You wanna hear me say it? I
2: love you, Dad. You're dropping me I off at a Look at this place. Dad, I love you.
0: <sighs> Dad, I love you. That's a copy. <laughs> that's a copy and then like you thought the trailer couldn't get any cooler you didn't know where it could go to get more exciting and then oh wait here's the button of the century what up
2: i'm gwen stacy it's gwen stacy a spider
0: gwen and a meta joke which is always my cup of tea saving for comic-con we're gonna find out probably at comic-con how many we get What's going on? That movie looks so good, and I'm so glad they waited until now to give us that full freaking The trailer isn't December yet. Every month something Marvel, but that for me, like now after that trailer, that's my most anticipated. Like it's just I. Ugh. So, what did you think of the trailer, Ian?
2: I freaking loved it. I did a trailer reaction video, and yeah, you can just see how freaking excited I was. <laughs> and Gwen freaking well. Spider-Gwen. Yes. That, to me, I was just like, stop, hold the phone. Yeah. And, okay, let's do this. It's
0: it's a lot. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Gamer Girl, I agree. I really hope uh, Spider-Man 2099 shows up because Spider-Gwen. Like, Spider-Man 2099 is one of my favorites. I love the suit. I love the character. Miguel's fantastic. Uh, do we have anyone that wants to call in and talk into the Spider-Verse with us? Now's the time. Um, Aunt Anthony, what'd you think?
1: I personally love it, and I got to say, I'm I'm like a newbie when it comes to the Miles Morales uh, rendition of Spider-Man, but I am so pumped for this. I This is like the movie I didn't know I wanted, <laughs> and they're not holding back any punches. Like, you got Marshal Ali, you have Le- Leif Shriver, you have Jake Johnson. Oh, they're fantastic actors. And I just can't wait to see this film. I'm actually really pumped for this.
0: Yeah, I mean, you've also got Lily Tomlin you, as as Aunt May. You've got Haley Steinfeld as Spider Gwen. Uh, the the actual team behind it, like Lord and Miller are producing this thing and they made a little film called 22 Jump Street, which is, uh, you know, did pretty well, 21 Jump Street as well. Um, Peter Ramsey, who did Rise of the Guardians and Bob Persichetti did The Little Prince and I love The Little Prince, uh, assembled this masterpiece. I really think this is going to be a new wave for Sony Animation. I think it's really going to change how we see animation because this is a full-fledged featured theatrical that's that's crazy. So I think a lot of people see animation as a uh, on TV medium and it's way more than that. Animation is a style of film, not a genre of film, and this is like when that's going to change. I think the perception is going to change on that. So this was a comic come to life and I'm really excited about it. So that is our Spider-Verse conversation. If you want to call and talk Spider-Verse, let me know. I'm going to move on to more Spider-Man goodness with the PS4 gameplay trailer. Now I, as many of you know, I'm not a gamer. Uh, I have not gamed since PS2, I haven't gamed since I moved to Los Angeles, Uh, I haven't owned a system in, oh god, uh, a decade, yeah, because I've been out here for 9 years, so uh, 10 years I have not touched a game, uh, and I'm getting a PS4 for Spider-Man. I, I will be the worst ever. I will not know how to use a controller. I'm glad the PS4 controller is similar to the PS2 and it's visual. I just hope I can use my thumb still. So I'm getting a PS4 for it, but this trailer, uh, which we're gonna play with you guys, or at least parts of it, it was a lot. Like E3s right now, we're tending right now, and this was definitely a highlight for me. Shout out to my buddy Yuri Lowenthal. Uh, Yuri is the voice of Spider Man, so I got I get to say my friend Spider Man, and that's pretty cool as a, as a geek to say, Yo, I got, I got Spider Man's phone number, don't worry about it. Uh, <laughs> Yuri does a great job uh, as this more mature Spider Man. He's in his 20s, he's not a kid like the Tom Holland one. He clearly knows how to fight. I love the web dynamics in this trailer. Uh, also, the villains, like, we get five sixths of the Sinister Six in this trailer alone. Everyone was like, "Oh, Mr. Negative's not quite the you know bad guy we want to see." No, no, Mr. Negative is a piece of the puzzle, and I don't know who that last villain's gonna be. I don't know what. it is. And the cutscenes, the animatics in between the gameplay, like what? Uh, Aunt Anthony, what'd you think of this trailer?
1: Oh my god, I'm so psyched for this game. Um you can definitely see the uh the inspirations from uh Arkham. Yes, 100 percent games and the Batman games, and I love the fighting mechanics in that in those games. Mm-hmm. So I just can't wait to start beating people up like with Spidey, with like including all of his like little uh like his moves, his little gadgets that he has. Yeah. Like you saw him do that like 360 burst of spider webs right? that I've never ever seen in my life, and that was fantastic.
0: And like some of the webbing choices I wouldn't have even thought of because comics are like a panel by a panel dynamic you see the, sh- the shooting of the web and then the finished result this this gives us so much fun to play with like how he uses his webbing uh and i love how he fights each villain differently because he'd know he'd hit rhino differently than scorpion and how he'd hit mr negative and like they put so much into this game and it all shows there's so much love here so yeah, it, i'm really excited
1: yeah it's definitely a uh, it feels like a re- revitalization of uh the spider-man series for, for in terms of video games
0: Oh, for sure. And, I, and once again, like with the animation, I feel like Spider-Man is a great first character to introduce a whole new wave. I think this is going to give us a new realm of Marvel games, just like that movie is going to give us a ton of new animated features.
1: I completely agree with you.
0: Like that red brick is going to be symbolizing a lot now, because when you see the red of Marvel, like that iconic image before a movie or before a trailer, you're like, well, there's my money. And I think this and the uh, animated Spider-Man movie are going to be the same. We got any? Uh, we got any calls, or should I move on to more Spider-Man game knowledge? A couple people were saying they called, and it's been busy.
1: Uh, that's strange. I haven't gotten any calls yet. Let me double check everything. Okay.
0: Uh, now, while on the subject of this video game, uh, who do you guys think the sixth member of the Sinister Six is? I'm thinking it's either Kingpin or Green Goblin by his reaction. Uh, I think it's going to be one of those two big bads. Uh, a few people want it to be Venom. I don't think Venom's going to show up in that capacity. Venom's not really a team player. He's been on the Sinister Six once, but he kind of got blackmailed into it, and then Sandman took a bite out of him. It was a whole thing. Um, I personally think it's going to be Green Goblin, but... Okay, live chat. What do you guys think? Green Goblin. Okay, Doc. Doc Ock. Doc. Oh yeah, Doc mm-hmm. Ock's definitely a thing.
2: All right, got a right. couple people saying that. All right.
0: Now, a lot of people have been telling me to play the um the the dark web. What's the game? The web of the dark web. The other there's a Spider Man game a few years uh, ago that had Web of Shadows. Web of Shadows. Maybe double check. And that's got uh, Spider Man two thousand ninety nine in it as well, which is exciting. So I'm going to have to try that one out. Now, along with announcing the release date a while ago and then showing this trailer at E3, we've been theorizing, especially Marquia and Marquia will be very... I'm giving her full credit. She'll be very glad to talk about this next week. Square Enix has officially announced that Marvel Avengers game, which I... I'm just glad there's more games for that PS4 because I don't want to spend a grand on one game. (laughs) I'd like to disperse it and have lots of hours. So can we uh, play that Avengers trailer?
2: They say the time of heroes is over.
0: I have not seen this yet, so if I get into Shocked All, it could be that.
2: You're dangerous. Oh, that's cool.
0: Mjolnir starting it out.
1: But I know the truth.
0: Oh, this is so sick. It's like the, the cinematic style of the MCU, but in a game?
1: The world will always need heroes. That's true.
0: Oh, yeah. Oh, the symbols that Marvel like just has that just fill you with so much hope and excitement. Oh, that's rat. So they show the big three. They give us your Mjolnir, they give us your Iron Man, they give us your cap. Hashtag reassemble. You guys, you so clever. Now, did they did they give us any um, further information on the Avengers project itself? Like, when it comes out?
2: Sometime next year.
0: Okay. That's what so, I've been hearing. So, in within 24... I mean, within 12 months. Like, sometime next yeah. year. Okay, cool. So, that's, a, like we're saying, a good follow-up for Spider-Man. And then they get to build out and out and out. Uh, now, it's a different team, right? Because Rocksteady did the Spider-Man game and Square Enix is doing the Avengers. Mm-hmm. So, I doubt they'll be related in any way but it is a good sign that marvel's branching out into games and square enix is perfect for this because like fan uh final fantasy games war games i used to play and that's definitely like a team building like a lot of character thing i'm excited okay so any uh further video game things you want to discuss amy
2: well no i mean you say that it's been a while for you since you played games well i haven't really been exposed to that many when it comes to marvel but a few weeks ago i played marvel versus capcom 3 3 for the first time ever. So it's one of those that I think it's a, it's a great introduction for people that are not used to gaming as much. Yeah. Because it's just like,
0: yeah. Marvel, Marvel. Capcom, the first one when I played was amazing. Like you play you could play yeah. as Deadpool and you could uh take your health bar and hit someone with it because he breaks the fourth wall in the game and like yeah he oh
2: man it's pretty rad
0: and nolan north is the voice if i remember correctly who also did the deadpool game which i'll be getting because i haven't played it and everybody says how good it is so
1: that's actually um that movie you described is actually in marvel's capcom 3 as one of his ultimates
0: oh is that the yeah that's awesome he
1: still he still has that oh that's so cool yeah
0: (laughs) Uh, yeah, Gamer Girl Rocksteady. See, Gamer Girl, she's invested. She's with me here. Gamer. Uh, Gamer Girl, that is a Rocksteady, and that's why it has that Arkham flavor, because they're definitely doing that, like, insane open-world, open-source gaming, which is so much fun for Spider-Man. Like, the PS2 game, I remember just swinging around town. Like, I just, like, hung out in New York for a few hours of my time, and... Oh, it was so good. So, moving on out of the world of gaming media, we gotta talk Ant-Man and the Wasp. Now, Ant-Man and the Wasp has new posters out, and those are are gorgeous, and they finally give us our first look at... Janet, uh, we get Michelle Pfeiffer, we get Janet, we finally see what that looks like and what's cool about this, this series of posters is, we haven't seen a thing about her and this image, I think, shows us, not only has she been trapped in the microverse, but it looks like she's been doing stuff, she looks rugged, she looks battle-worn, she looks like she's experiencing stuff, and she's wearing the freaking old-school wasp outfit, which is so cool to see Michelle Pfeiffer in a wasp outfit. Uh, she's still my catwoman, so it's cool to see her back in the world of comics. She said she got back into comics actually reading, uh, actually reading comics because of Ant-Man, which just endears me, because I I love that Michelle Pfeiffer might have read, like, old Ant-Man comics. It's fantastic. So, uh, which one we got first, Anthony? Is this our Evangeline Lily? Okay, they're getting loaded up. Internet. Uh, so Evangeline Lily, as we know, is the new Wasp. In the first movie, there was much... Debacles over her saying like, "Oh, I can do this better," and then they never let her do it better. So I'm really excited for her to like handle this movie. And then here, so here we have Michelle Pfeiffer. Uh, I love the like, not quite Mad Max, but the definitely like that that future dystopian robes over the uh, wasp outfit and looking like she's seen some stuff. I can't wait to see her like come out of the microverse and handle some business because she was. Michael Douglas is right-hand man, right-hand woman back in the day, so she knows how to fight, she knows how to handle herself, and she's been in the microverse for 20 years. I want to know what that story is. I'm interested in Ghost, and what else we got? We got Michael Douglas himself looking pensive and looking very much like Michael Douglas. <laughs> then we have uh, Evangeline Lilly, who I've loved since the Lost Days, and I'm really excited to see her in some like mega pole like this. And her Wasp outfit's beautiful. Ant-Man himself, Paul Rudd, slightly modified suit, still looking like a hero, still looking like Paul Rudd. I'm curious about the tone of this movie because the first one was very much a Paul Rudd in a superhero movie movie. This one might be more superhero-y. Uh, which is definitely a word, superhero-y. And then we have our first shot of Ghost in poster form. This actress has been popping up everywhere. I'm excited to see her take a villainous turn. I I like Ghost as a character. I'm really curious how they use her phasing through technology powers. We obviously don't know much yet, but I like the poster. And I think that's all of them. Oh, and oh, we're Goliath. Larry Fishburne being awesome. That moment in the trailer to 21 feet, 65 feet still gets me every (laughs) time I see it. And I think that was all of them. Uh, With a new IMAX poster. I haven't seen this yet. Mm. So they just dropped a new IMAX poster while we've been prepping and going on air. Uh, The spatial awareness of this is great. You see underneath a a truck moving down the street. Uh, You've got Wasp rinking down. You've got Giant Man running behind her. This movie's going to be so much fun. I'm excited. I'm excited to see uh, the whole supporting cast. Michael Pena, Davis Desmolchian, T.I. This movie's ensemble is great. And then you've got a very Indiana Jones color palette trailer.
2: It's a Dolby.
0: It's the Dolby trailer? Oh, I no. mean, poster, sorry. Poster? Yeah.
2: Yeah, IMAX and Dolby. Those oh, cool. are new from today.
0: I had not seen those. Mm-hmm. Cool. What do, you, oh, what do you think about Ant-Man? You excited? Um,
2: yeah, I'm excited. I I know that they were in where, Taiwan. Mm-hmm. I think they were doing the press tour. Uh, but yeah, I think it's about time we have another Marvel movie. In theaters, Infinity I'm, War just—it's still exactly. playing. You're
0: like, Man, it's about time. We need, yeah. we need one I month.
2: I know. Yes.
0: And then we also had Deadpool, but it, it's fine. Just keep them coming. <laughs> just,
2: just yeah. Every single month, we just need another one. That's I, all. I
0: need the the levity. I need like to recover from Infinity exactly. War, and Ant Man is is my guy. It's going to be good.
2: The one of the images from the trailer that I still I want to kind of get out of my mind is him playing the drums, but as an <laughs> ant. yeah, the giant. Oh! Ant. But yes, um, it's okay. I'm a little scarred, but it's okay. Do you like the posters? I do. I do. I I think they look very classy and Mm -hmm. I like there was some some hesitation from people getting to see um, Janet's Mm -hmm. costume already because some people were thinking that we're going to have to wait until the Uh Uh, same for Ghost, but it's fine. I'm here for it.
0: I like the posters, uh, the Dolby and the IMAX actually more than the character ones.
2: Oh yes. They because feel it's more... all of them cinematic. Yeah. There's a cooler quality to them.
0: It takes a lot for me to like a character poster. Like it has to be like the Matrix reloaded character posters <laughs> were arguably better than the Matrix Reloaded. But like those were sure. Yeah, sorry, Matrix Reloaded. <laughs> uh, I think people universally agree. Yes. Uh, but I feel like the character posters it has to be a lot. So I like the ensemble posters. <laughs> I really like that Dolby one. Okay. So and Marvel's had some off and ons with posters. So as <laughs> posters go, I'm a fan of those too. <laughs> hmm So Ant-Man and the Wasp comes out this summer. You don't have to wait very long. We'll find out exactly Michelle Pfeiffer's capacity as Janet. Um, and in the meantime, we'll get to it later, but you can watch Cloak and Dagger on the way, because Cloak and Dagger is great! Spoiler alert, I liked it. Uh, the concept art for Avengers 4 came out literally during our show last week, and we didn't get it in time. The beautiful... So, we have two. We have Thanos rocking out with a weapon we've never seen before. Uh, this, this sword hammer magic. Uh, Ant-Man, then I had it up a second ago. Uh, that thing. I don't know what that is. I don't know if they're going to use it in Avengers 4, but it looks like a Final Fantasy sword. It looks like a video game villain weapon, which I really like. And then we have the ensemble. <laughs> Theoretically, the, the, this is the Avengers assembled in the fourth one. And fun fact, this is the first time we've seen Cap and Iron Man reunited because they didn't get to in the last movie. So also we,
1: Hawkeye is there too.
0: Yay, he is. About time. Uh, Hawkeye, presumably as Ronan. And the thing everyone's talking about is the wonderful suit on Hulk. How... Did they measure him? Was it tailored? Is it stretchy? Explain yourself, Hulk. It's a very nice suit. Uh, so I'm very curious about the new team they've assembled. Captain Marvel obviously making her dynamic appearance. I'm really excited for it. This team is definitely interesting. Seeing Nebula standing next to Thor, definitely not something you would have expected pre-Infinity War, but this is our team, so I'm really curious how it shakes out, and War Machine looks like the most beastly he has yet. I'm, I'm excited. I like that image. Uh, what do you think about the concept art?
2: I love it. And I, yeah, I mean, I'm curious what they're going to do with Hulk. Yeah. what This really might give us a hint as to what's going to happen to him. Bruce Banner, Hulk. I think we get
0: smart Hulk. I think we get fully smart Hulk.
2: That's what some people were saying as well. Because
0: he's negotiating with hulk in the 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 third slash you know infinity war he's negotiating i feel like when he comes out of it and they make an agreement it'll be like a sentient hulk and a a wise manner so i think we'll get like a mr fix-it level smarts i like that and i would love if gray hulk ever happened i'm hoping i'm hoping we see it like gray hulk's so rad
2: Oh, dude.
0: So maybe, next maybe next movie phase yep. four. There you go. Wade Reynolds. I agree. I do want to see Gray Hulk. He, yeah, same, same, same page. <laughs> so uh, people are curious about the suit. I'm more curious about like you know what level of intelligence. I'm curious about all that stuff. Oh, actually, uh, while we got that, Aunt Anthony, can you back that ten year? Yeah. So. A very cool thing happened for me. A buddy of mine actually uh, works at Disney and got one of these posters for me. It's this beautiful 10-year anniversary poster. Uh, above where it's cropped is Iron Man because he led the charge. He started all this. But they did a 10-year anniversary uh, poster campaign, and this is all of them assembled. And in real life, this is a metal poster. This thing's printed on metal, and it's staggeringly gorgeous. And I got it matted, framed, and hung, and I will post a picture on my Twitter after because this thing is a beautiful, piece of majesty, Uh, and I love it. So, I I really like the way Marvel's going with their poster campaigns. So, in the world of Avengers, Avengers 4, according to Thor, is going to be more shocking than Avengers 3, and if you've been alive for the last month, which, if you're watching this, I'm assuming you are, you may have noticed how shocked everyone was at Avengers 3. I don't know what could possibly be more shocking than losing spoilers, T'Challa and Spider-Man and the other Avengers we lost, but if that's the bar, like, whoa! Uh, we're still 10 and a half months away, but obviously they're going to start talking about it. They're on, you know, different movies. Uh, Chris Hemsworth's promoting another movie. So people are going to ask, but he said to Esquire, quote, if you were shocked by infinity war, I think the second one is even more shocking for other reasons. Entirely, entirely. That's what kind of blew me away. The first time I read both scripts is how they managed to orchestrate so many different characters, but give them each their own separate shot and moments. They have to be elevated and feel fresh and unique. Not just like a messy thrown together assembly of these guys. One. Yes. Uh, Marcus and McFeely do a great job keeping these people all together, but two more shocking. Like what? Uh, what do you think, Amy? How can it be more shocking?
2: I'm terrified. I one he said in different ways. What the heck does that mean? Yeah. What? So not <laughs> deaths, but what? I don't know. I'm terrified, but equally as excited.
0: And apparently, there's a time jump between three and four. I've heard rumors of oh, so. Okay. Apparently, it doesn't just start right after the snap. Uh, there's, like, nice time. Eh? Smooth, eh? Mm, yep. So, six months, a year? Do they live in a post-apocalyptic world? Like, we don't know, but there is time that passes. So, that means the Avengers that are alive right now have to live with the knowledge that half of everyone is gone, and they're surviving in, like, that, you know, old man Logan dystopia. And, like, what does that do to a human brain, you know? Like, half of everyone being, like, it's going to be crazy. I'm
2: going to cry. It's going to be a lot. so stressful. And
0: that might be what Thor is talking about. I mean, Chris Hemsworth, <laughs> Thor himself. It is Thor. Yes. Uh, That might be what's Hemsworth we're talking about is the opening mm-hmm. of the movie being the survivors existing in this world where half of everyone died in the psychological trauma of that experience
2: we thought it was dark
0: R- but now but, it's the
2: moments after cause
0: experiencing like if half the people in our, in our studio are just gone and like what that would be like <gasps> right right we on won't know the- till it's over maybe it just happened what how that would feel
2: <laughs> exactly
0: so that could be the way it's darker uh, and yes you know our it is a time travel story uh, we don't know in what capacity I have my fingers crossed for Kang I doubt it but it's possible I'm very curious how they use the barf system. I just, Avengers 4 cannot come soon enough. But on the way, we have so much Marvel goodness, including Into the Spider-Verse. Now, also on the way to that world, we have Kevin Feige talking about what's beyond Infinity War Part 2. Phase 4 is going to have more female directors. It's going to introduce new characters. It's going to have more legacy characters. Feige spoke at the PGA, which is the Producers Guild uh, Summit. And he said the first official MCU director will be Anna Bowden, who is co-directing Captain Marvel with Ryan Fleck. Uh, Feige said he wants to improve that. He's saying, quote, I cannot promise that all 20 Marvel movies will have female directors, but a heck of a lot of them will. Uh, Feige went on to say the agencies are sending more female directors than men for Marvel directing jobs. I'm hoping that also includes more female-led movies. Uh, Like, I want my A-Force. I want my Black Widow movie. I want all these things. But I also don't think... Uh, it's it's a tricky time, and this is that SJW line that people call me out on, uh, which is baloney. Those are three good words when you put it together. It's great. Anyway, uh, in my opinion, I don't want women just directing female movies. I want them directing movies. <laughs> like, I have no problem with a woman director directing an Avengers movie. If she's good at her job, then perhaps let her do what she needs. So I really think that she should direct whatever her skill set's for. So uh, I hope Kevin Feige means that we'll have this wide swath of directors for all these wide swath of movies. I'm very excited about it. Uh, And then we also have, um, Marvel characters are destined for a permanent death. As many speculate, they'll be coming back for four, but he's saying that doesn't mean we'll see the last of them. Feige didn't provide specifics, but he did suggest that we can expect to see different incarnations of characters we know. So that's what I'm curious about, is if this is like a Secret Wars colliding of worlds, is that a uh, Falcon taking over for Cap? Is it, like, there's so many things. So... Very, very curious what that means for the future of the Marvel Universe. Uh, now, before we move on, I do want to thank our sponsor for this week's episode, MVMT. You've heard me talk about them before. You've seen me wear them before. I like them very much. MVMT are great. It stands for movement, but shorter, much like the internet allows for. Uh, spring's right around the corner, and MV, MVMT is dropping all new sunglasses to get you ready for the warmer weather. So, they've got a bunch of different styles. They've got a bunch of different, like, beautiful colors and matching palettes of sunglasses and they pair well with the watches. So they redefined watches already. Now they're redefining sunglasses and they're doing a great job. I'm really a fan of them. Um, problem with sunglasses is you like spend 200 bucks and then you lose them. These are not that situation. Like you can get them starting at 70 bucks and that's awesome. So it's not as make or break the bank. And they do the same thing with their watches where you skip the middleman. Uh, the reason things are so expensive is retail. You basically have to, buy the item but you're also paying for the employees you're paying for the electricity you're paying for so many things so you skip the middleman order these online and you get them for the, the reasonable price starting at 70 bucks these are high quality premium acetate frames i don't know what that means but it means not cheap plastic i don't know what the word acetate is but these feel so good i have a couple pair they look good they feel good i felt weird wearing them in the studio so i didn't uh you have a lot of styles to choose from you've got classic trendy round aviator polarized you got for him you got for her so today right now 15 percent off for you if you watch this show with free shipping and free returns if they don't fit your face uh if you don't like them return them get another pair just go to mvmt.com marvel and it's time for them to revolutionize the sunglass industry as they have the watch industry i love their watches i love their sunglasses and i really like what they stand for uh people shouldn't have to pay crazy prices to look awesome and that's how you look awesome so mvmt thank you as ever And, back to Marvel goodness. Alright. Will Doctor Doom ever happen? Doctor Doom is a movie by Noah Hawley, and if you're fans of Legion, as I am, basically this is the name that got me excited for a Doom movie. Like, Fox has not done the best by Doom, and Fox has not consistently known what to do with the Fantastic Four, but Noah Hawley, man, like, Fargo, Legion, the guy knows how to play with characters that are not likable necessarily. So, Noah Hawley's Doctor Doom uh, might be on hold, but the script is mostly finished. Uh, Hawley's Doctor Doom film has been... The thing most of uh, people have been waiting for out of Fox because they were hoping it would get through before the merger happened, whether Fox goes to Comcast or Disney. Um, Holly pointed out that while the additional work to be done to the script, both he and the studio are very happy with the current direction the film is taking, saying, quote, I wrote a script that I really like and the studio really likes. It needs very little work. So it's ready. Will it happen? I don't know. Um, I hope so. Uh, Amy, what do you think about a Doctor Doom film?
2: You know, I, I'm here for it. I think that, I do love the way Legion looks yeah. and, and it's it's completely different from your normal Marvel T V show but very makes much you so yeah I think a lot and, and I've talked about it on Marvel TV weekly that it is so different and sometimes that kinda is jarring for people, but for it to be translated to the cinematic universe, mm-hmm. you know, Doctor Doom kinda you know, story, I, I'm I would be happy to see it. Yeah. Because I think that, especially here, we talk about Dr. Doom so often. We do! Doom!
0: Doom. And more awareness for Dr. Doom, because a lot of people see him just as the Fantastic Four character. And that's like, uh, he is, obviously, but they see him as the movie incarnations, and they don't know how great of a character he is in the comics. Mm -hmm. So I'm excited for that take on him, hopefully, uh, right. Live chat... Uh, when I was saying I want good directors for the movies, I mean, like, literally, I don't, I don't care if they're, they're a woman, a man in between figuring their lives, I just want good directors in these movies, and I just love that Kevin is opening up the floodgates to let everyone that's good at directing have a chance at these movies, because there's 20 of them, and, uh, I wanna see the most diversity options because if you know the source material, you direct it better. So the more you know where you're coming from as a creative person, you can make the things feel more heartfelt because it's coming from your heart. So that's what I want these movies to represent. Uh, the reason I feel like Ryan Coogler loves the world of like Compton uh, and, and shows it in Black Panther is because that's his world. So I want that for these other movies. Um, I don't want a seven-year-old white guy directing Black Widow. Just he won't know. <laughs> so uh, in the world of comics, Wolverine is coming back. Speaking of Fox, Wolverine has been dead in the comics for quite some time. And the last few months, there've been a bunch of these mini series that I've been loving. Uh, the hunt for Wolverine has four kind of, uh, subsidiaries. There's like a uh, murder in Madripoor. There's weapon loss. There's these four mini series. And in September, Wolverine himself comes back. We've had X 23. We've had old man Logan and X 23, by the way, if you guys haven't read comics in a while, Uh, Tom Taylor is writing one of the best comics I've ever read. X-Men wise X-Men red is only five issues in and it's incredible, but that's coming off his run on all new Wolverine and I'm in deep love with the supporting cast. I love X-23 herself. I love, they have an actual Wolverine, uh, and he's adorable, and he speaks sometimes because he's got a voice thing. It's insane, but it's so good, and they really give the character so much heart, and it's a great run. So check out All New Wolverine if you haven't, X-Men Red if you haven't, but Wolverine himself is coming back. Uh, James Logan, the real Wolverine, has been basically on the sidelines and doing, like, will he won't he coming back and in september we get the hunt for wolverine's conclusion which is going to be a 40 page one shot from soul and david marquez david marquez did civil war II, which if also if you haven't read do marquez is one of my favorite artists he also did uh bendis's defenders run which i talked about a lot and charles soul has been writing daredevil oh please tweet me about comics i could do a whole show i'd do an hour but this is marvel movie news but it's big enough news that he's coming back for september so Check out Wolverine, and then we get a Logan Murders run with Charles Soule and Steve McNiven, and Steve McNiven draws the hell out of Wolverine. So, I'm hoping that comic does really well. I'm hoping comics keep selling, because that's how these movies exist. That's why I wanted to make sure this was in the rundown. Wolverine's coming back. Hopefully that means he comes back in the movies, but I love you, Jackman. But pick up comics. Buy comics. They're very important. Now we're gonna get into TV time. For I'm Marvel <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
1: TV
0: time. there it is the abridged tv time and yes uh incan tv the fantastic four also coming back in september which is i mean it's very indicative you got your wolverine you got your fantastic four those are your two big fox properties so yes it is very interesting timing we will see what that means but they are also coming back and i'm a big fantastic four guy so in tv time you heard the song luke cage we got a trailer we got if it's under if it's under like three minutes we should we should play that bad boy. Um, we have a new trailer for Luke Cage and it looks pretty rad and it drops very soon. So let's watch that. So it's very uh, Black Mariah heavy, which makes sense. She was the. New villain at the end of season one, but a lot of people felt that it just kind of, like, happened at you, especially after the awesomeness of Cottonmouth. This actress is incredible. I want to see Black Mariah done well, so I'm really excited that they're they're leaning into that so heavy. Uh, obviously, the Fujis uh, ready or not, is a great score to this world, and I love the soundtrack of Luke Cage season one. And this comes out June 22nd. 10, oh, it is ten days! Wow, time is confusing. I got fanost. Half my brain, half my brain got dusted. And I don't know what time is anymore. Uh, so we got our first shot at shades in a while. Uh, we get to see more Bushmaster, who we also see as bulletproof, but he's just so intense and crazy. Handling one devil at a time, I think, is very indicative of the uh, the villain situation in this season. I feel like that's going to be telling. I think there's a, I think there's another villain besides Bushmaster and Mariah that's going to pop up. Uh, I don't think it's gonna be super villain heavy, but they're definitely in conjunction with each other. And as always, the brutal fighting style of a man who can't be hurt by like impact is fascinating. I love that they lean into different fighting styles in these shows. Oh, I'm so excited. Ready or not? Ready or not?
2: We are not ready. Ten days. God help
0: us all. Oh. And I love that Black Mariah just feels like she's right. She's a politician that feels like she's helping Harlem. And Luke Cage is helping Harlem in his own way. There's that amazing conflict of people just trying to... They're not villains. They're just trying... Or, they don't see themselves as villains. They're just trying to do what they think is right for their world. And that's what these shows are about. Like Kingpin thought he was just trying to help New York. And I like that Harlem is the same investment. Um, so that drops on the 22nd. Uh, don't expect it to be just like the trailer. They've come out and said very much that it's going to be a very differently shaped show from the first season. And speaking of very different from the first season, Legion Legion, I'm starting to catch up. Once again, I'm like, Four behind, but I'm I'm almost to midseason. Uh it's so weird and so good, but I'm always so lost, and I like that about it. So I'm hoping by the time <laughs> I get to the end I'll have some closure. Uh, we will do a special Legion coverage after both Marquis and I have caught up on everything. Are you caught up? Caught up?
2: I am. Mm-hmm. Okay.
0: So You'll be ready to...
2: I'll be ready. As ready as one can (laughs) be. I might have to watch it again. You're not alone. I know there's a lot of us that were just like, what? Yeah. What just happened? I saw an hour and I don't know. I don't know what just happened.
0: When I sit and watch it, I go like, I'm enjoying this, but I'm not sure in what way. (laughs) Like I I always just go like, happy, confused, (laughs) credits. Yeah. (laughs) Like... So I'm excited to get to the end. I'm excited, and that's what the first season was too. Like the first season was definitely confusing. This one feels a little more esoteric, a little more like mm-hmm. wah, 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 which mm-hmm. is amazing that they let them uh, that they let them go down these strange paths. Like this got a budget, so that gives me hope. And Legion season three, I think, just got greenlit. So yes. clearly, it's doing well enough with the weirdness. Uh, I I think it's important for these comic shows, much like the comics themselves, to have different audiences and different tones because everything felt like CW wouldn't work. CW's mm-hmm. got one thing. Uh, Freeform has another. Runaways. As another Netflix. and like Netflix yeah. is a totally different one so it, it for the first time in my adult life this feels like when you go into a comic store like when you pick up one comic it feels like a different comic like when you turn on TV it feels like flipping through the rack at a comic store because you've <gasps> got like the wide gamut of like so much different tone. Gambit. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Gambit. Uh, so <laughs> I really think that like this is magic. I think Legion's great. I'm really excited to catch up but you know what I have seen. I've seen Cloak and Dagger. I've seen the first episode. I've seen the second episode and I love it so much. It's real good. Right? Like, I like the the pacing. I like the acting. I like the tone. I like the cinematography. I like how smart they made every character. Uh, it could have been really easy to make... Uh, whoa, light spoilers. I think light spoilers are fair. Light it would have been really spoiler. easy to make light... Uh, the love interest... not The not love interest of Dagger, uh, like a dumb jock or like a dumb thief. Mm-hmm. It would have been really easy to make him like a toss away. But you felt for the guy. Like, and you kind of, like, don't like the choice she's making about him, which I really liked. And then on on his side, that whole rivalry with the, the coach, like the coach wasn't wrong uh, from the coach's perspective and the teammates, like they did a bad thing, but like everyone's kind of got a point except beating up the kid. He shouldn't, obviously they're the bad guys in that scene, but like everyone's the place they're coming from is, is fascinating. I love the, the preacher drinking and having tattoos. I love the world they've built in darkness. I just, it's really good.
2: Mm-hmm. It's pretty
0: too. It's also very pretty. A dagger. Oh, oh, the scene so, of her like at the table when the hole underneath the table was glowing because she didn't know how to hide the dagger it was oh, so great. Like, woo!
2: hate when that happens. Yeah, you know,
0: sometimes you can't hide your dagger. <laughs>
2: yeah. uh,
0: so it's just, I think a really good follow-up to Runaways. I I hope it exists in that same universe because I really like that universe. I'd love that crossover, and they do crossover in the comics, mm-hmm. and it definitely feels like they could, like tone-wise. Oh yeah. Like, and they say Runaway like four times in the second episode. I kept being like. Are they gonna join some other runaways? Perhaps everyone runs away. <laughs> uh, so I really dug it. What did you think besides pretty?
2: I, I, I love the casting. Even mm-hmm. with the younger Tandy and Tyrone, they killed it. The yeah. young kids were fantastic. And just starting off a series like that, I mean, you only get a, a, one time to make a good impression, and they really did. Just even you know their little origin stories. Yeah, it's fantastic and. I have seen the next two episodes and I love how deep they delve into the backstory. I agree. Like they're not rushing. They're really giving you a time to warm up to these characters. If you're not familiar with them already.
0: And they help you like them without like you, they help you love them, but you don't always see every choice they make as right. Cause they're kids. That's and I really like that. Mm-hmm. And it's uh it's way darker than I expected from, we thought of ABC family and Freeform forms a very different network, but there's definitely oh. that connotation. There's that like, Oh, it was ABC. This is not an ABC family show. And they made that very clear. Uh, this also gives me hope for like if Disney and Fox do merge R-rated Deadpool and R-rated things because this yeah. was under their umbrella and there's like, you know, a truck sex scene. Like hey. that was very like, oh, this isn't a kid show. This uh, is happening. So that's good. Yeah. Good for the future.
2: Oh, yeah. I think also it maybe will hopefully bring people to Cloak and Dagger. Yeah. Because, you know, with the, the whole Freeform idea, people are just like, no, I'm hoping
0: you. word of mouth gets out. Exactly. And Freeform from what I've seen is doing great as a network. So I'd love for them to get that attention. Mm -hmm. So I, I really like it. Uh, the live chat seems to like it. I think it's going to do well. Um, I think that it's definitely the direction that comic shows are going, which is, which is great. Dark paced Well Mm -hmm. takes its time, um, in the world of lesser pacing. In my opinion, I like the gifted, but the pacing is not for me the same as, uh, the, these, the runaways and cloak and dagger. Like, those shows have this beautiful atmosphere. The Gifted, I really, really dug in the beginning, and then it kind of got to that um, episode of the week thing where every episode uh, felt like, here you go, here you go, here you go, like, uh, like network TV-ish. Here, we go, here, we go, here Like, here that's I it. <laughs> yeah. That's how it felt. So I'm excited for season two because I feel like it might be something like uh, Luke Cage where the second season they can learn from that and shape mm-hmm. it as more of a, you know you got renewed, so now you can play with that season two.
2: Yes, well, and I would say that A lot of shows out there. The first season they're just trying to find their footing. And the second Mm -hmm. one's when they start to figure it out a little bit more and it's more successful. Yeah. Especially when they're comfortable knowing that they don't have to fight for a second season.
0: Exactly. Like the budget they've built the sets. They're good. You can (laughs) relax. (laughs) You're here. Uh someone in the live chat was saying that Tandy is so evil. I think that she's making choices that make sense for her circumstance. I think she's been in a bad way for a long time, and I think it's great because Tandy in the comics is is edgy, and so is, da- like, Cloak and Dagger are both edgy, uh, and I really like that about the show, that they let them be that um, but yeah, Gifted uh, for me, uh, Zayas B. Lou guilt uh, gifted fell off towards the end I really like the beginning, and I really think that season 2 can have that, and I also we heard rumors of Morlocks, we can get more x men we can bring in some cameos I would love to see those things, and I like that the Sentinels are so established in this world that they can do Sentinels if they have the budget, and if they do it right, then this show can be that X-Men show we want, because Legion's already doing that like legion's already the adult version we could do it more yeah they're they're doing okay and with uh the merger hopefully happening we'll we'll get more of that now the defenders unfortunately is not getting a season two as far as we know um there have been rumors that there's it's not happening hard stop but you never know after these season threes maybe it'll happen but there's no plans yet uh, after six months after its debut, Netflix still hasn't confirmed, uh, Defender season two. Normally this would be when they'd announce it, but in this case, it sounds like the team's first mission will be their last. They, uh, saying quote, I had a great time doing the Defenders and honestly, it was such a good experience that I would even do it again, said Jessica Jones and Defender star Kristen Ritter. I don't think we are doing it again. It was never intention to do it again, but you know, if I've oppor- given another opportunity, I would. So it sounds like that was never on the docket. It kind of makes sense. Like, it's so hard to get those schedules. Filming a show takes a lot longer than a movie in some cases. It makes sense. But I like Defenders 1, personally.
2: Yeah, one I'm wondering if, just because they're trying to find the next The Gorny Weaver, maybe. Yeah. Like, how do we top this, guys? Yeah. I, I don't know.
0: And the villain is important to the show because you need to have a villain big enough for four or five, depending on Punisher, to really make it worth it. You know, okay. like, to make it, why would they team up if one of them has a big bad that bad in their own show? It has exactly. to, like, justify it.
2: It needs to be a big, big, big bad. Yeah.
0: And that's tricky, yeah. especially with the movies because, you know, the big bads usually go that way. But I really like these shows and I'm so excited for Daredevil Season 3.
2: Oh, my gosh. Like, I know. Netflix is just doing a fantastic job with Marvel television.
0: And, like, quarterly now almost. Like, we get one very often. <laughs> It's so good. Such a good time to love comics. Now, speaking of loving comics, I think that this man loves comics more than any of us, and he is the Infinity War guy. Uh, This man has now, as of a press, as of this moment, seen it 51 times? So, we've got a little journey with him. Uh, Aunt Manthony has the 49th viewing up. He has taken a picture. He has posted. He has kept all of his tickets. And he's got this beautiful sleeve of all of them. This man loves Infinity War. So, he's seen it, I think, like I said, 51 times. Uh, and then, at one point, IMAX reached out and offered him 50 free tickets to IMAX. And then, the Russos reached out and DM'd him. And he's going to the Avengers 4 premiere, which is... Amazing. I love it so much. They they really care about the fans and this guy, if anyone deserves to be in Adventures 4, like this guy.
2: I mean that's a good thing to keep in mind. If you see a movie often enough, you'll get tickets to the movie section. Fifty
0: one though.
2: I mean would you guys do that? Would you do that? If he
0: paid twenty bucks a ticket times fifty-one, that's
2: Movie Pass. You
0: can only use it one time. Yeah, I'm trying to
1: scroll through all this, so my fingers getting tired.
0: <laughs> <laughs> that's how many times he's seen it. Movie Pass, you can only use it once.
2: But not, I mean, I don't know how it is now because I know they switched it. But what about the OGs that started?
0: I've what had it, it since it was fifty dollars a month. I've had yeah. it before. I was on beta. Okay, yeah. Uh, that's I think it's universal. So, you can only see it once, one time. I've had my Movie Pass for oh, four rough. and a half years. So I was, I was one of those OGs. Oh, geez, uh, for real. I started at 20 bucks, went up to 35, went up to 50 and I was still seeing all the movies and then it dropped down to 10. And I was like, oh,
2: yeah, yeah. <laughs> and then everybody the joined. Money.
0: Um, yes. but yeah, I think it's just the one. So oh,
2: geez.
0: Yeah. Yeah. That's expensive. <laughs> Charles Lee says, Marquise is thinking, wait, I saw Black Panther a lot. Hook me up Feige. <laughs> Charles Lee. That's a great point. But yeah, so IMAX hooked up, uh, NEM raps. With 50 free IMAX tickets, which is amazing. And then the Russos invited him. So that just shows Marvel is really about the fans. And I think that is so charming. And this guy seems like a sweetheart. My favorite thing about the story is Nim wraps like, posts videos saying, like, Hey, I just really love this. And, like, no, I was totally there. And he just seems like the warmest guy. Like, he just seems so heartfelt. He just loves this stuff. So, I mean, he spent, what, three times 51? That's, that's 153 hours in that movie.
2: Uh, well, it's funny. In the article from Slash Film, it says... Uh, here are some other things NEM could have done instead of seeing Avengers Infinity War 43 times at the time. Because when this was written about a week ago. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, watch Lord of the Rings extended cut 10 times. <laughs> With some time to spare. Run around 25 marathons. Oh, graduation season. Sit through three high school graduation ceremonies.
0: <laughs> totally a lesser choice.
2: Stop Thanos
0: yep yep that's good he's gonna learn how after 51 viewings i mean
2: right i would imagine that at this point he knows knows the script
0: yeah he definitely it's
2: like
0: i'm curious what easter eggs he's seen that we haven't
2: exactly we should have him on the we
0: show. should we should definitely we should yeah if you guys want to tweet at uh <laughs> his at raps we'll have him on he'd, he'd be a yeah. great guest he oh, knows yeah. he knows things
1: is there not like a guinness like world a record that he's breaking right now
0: like I wonder if it's per movie or if it's per fran- I mean he's definitely broken the Avengers Infinity War record. I wonder how many times like I know Titanic got re-released a bunch of times. That might be the the most rewatched, but he's got to be getting close to whoever has seen a theatrical run of something.
2: We'll see. And as of yesterday, Infinity War was only 2 million away from hitting 2 billion. It hit 2 billion today. Two billion today. Two billion today. It's probably because of him. <laughs> <Just> <laughs> well, going. think about it.
0: He spent uh, forty-three of those were his own money. So forty-three times twenty bucks. That's like eight hundred dollars. So eight hundred and sixty oh, bucks gosh. if he spent twenty bucks. So, so eight hundred <laughs> bucks. So he spent almost a grand. And yeah. So he he definitely helped put it over that two billion dollar. So congratulations to Infinity War and two billion. And congratulations to this man for being an American hero. <laughs> uh, now on our way out, I got some merry Marvelite love. I'm gonna give shout outs to Zolo Skull. Paul the egg white, Killian at real oh so sweet, Lecco at Jow RGP, Lucas Craig at Buddha Beard, Mike Merchant at at my merchant, Tori K at Victoria nineteen ninety six, Emily Zake at Emily Zake, Marshall Nesbit, Kim Bellgnap, Dolly 12 two bunch numbers, Mike Clark at Photo Planet Photon, and Seth Hodges at Cinema Seth. And then I don't think we have any questions. as we doing? Mm-hmm. No questions. All right. Well, what do you? Th- what was your favorite thing that happened this week? because was a lot. This was but, a big week in news.
2: Yeah, I would say Spider-Man trailer. Spider-Verse Into or game. Spider-verse. Okay,
0: cuz that's what's tricky. <gasps>
2: Although the game as well. I yeah. did catch a little bit of it yesterday. Um yeah, I mean, gosh, we 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 have movies, we have TV, we mm-hmm. have comics. We have also um shoes.
0: Shoes we have, and we have week. yeah, we've covered like most mediums in today's show.
2: Exactly, and that's what I love. I think Even 10 years ago, if you were to say, oh, yeah, I'm a Marvel nerd. I love comics. It's just like, "Okay, you're weird. But now it's It's everyone's embracing it. Exactly. So definitely Spider-Man. That's why I wore my
0: Spider-Man shirt. Respect. I like it. I like it. Uh, Now, Aunt Anthony, what do you got? What's your favorite thing this news?
1: oh yeah i gotta say uh into the spider-verse is huge with me um i didn't think it was gonna i didn't think it was gonna impact me as much as it is mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and also the uh the spider-man game um i'm i i'm a pretty decent gamer and so um i'm really excited for that as well as i have yet to check out cloak and dagger but i know the hype and I'm, i am covering the uh, after show i'm producing the after show for that and our our alumni, Ollie Dren- Drennan, is actually the lead host oh, that's awesome. on that show Yay. as well. So yeah, right. I'm really looking forward to watching that show. So those three things I'm super pumped for.
0: Hell yeah. And apparently, according to an article that just went out, uh, Gambit is still looking. We, we said Gambit earlier, which tied into Gambit. Uh, and that is apparently shooting for a summer start, uh, end of summer to start filming. It still doesn't have a director. Very curious myself how they need one of those. Uh, how that's gonna go down. The little but
1: movie that could.
0: That's, that's your Gambit news, and I'm still, I'm still a cheerleader. Just, just holding on. Just hoping. I'm honestly right there with you. I, I just, I, I
1: have hope, man. I, yeah, I, like, I'm down for it. I, I think it could be special. Let's just, let's just make it happen. <laughs> just
0: one thing at a time. Uh, and there is a rumor that the Captain Marvel trailer is dropping tomorrow, or a teaser dropping <gasps> tomorrow. It's a rumor. I've read it on Twitter a couple times. It's a rumor. I only mention it because I don't know for sure, but if it does happen, I want to at least take credit. Uh, <laughs> but I've heard that's a thing. Um, Maybe All right, and live chat, uh, they are very excited about everything Spidey, and they're Tom Hardy Venom fans. Okay, so, I think that's it for this week. Guys, we will see you next week. I'm trying to get a buddy of mine as a special guest. He's in New York, so it's going to be a call-in situation, but he's an awesome dude. You'll appreciate his insight. He knows set life, Marvel. I'll leave it at that. Uh, So, hopefully next week, and Amy, where can they find you on the internet?
2: On all social media, at AmyCassandraMTZ, and thank you guys so much for joining us in the chat.
0: Thank you so much for summoning the magic and joining me in this solo Markeela show. She'll be back next week. She just had meetings, like I said, today. Uh, Markeela will be back very soon. And I've been Koy Jandro at C-O-Y-J-A-N-D-R-E-A-U on all sorts of internet. See you next week, guys. Thanks. From producers Maria Manunos, Kevin Undergaro, Phil Svitek, and the entire Popcorn Talk Network, we would like to thank you for tuning in. For questions or comments, be sure to visit popcorntalk.com.